0: Two Girls, One Podcast is made possible by you, the listeners. And if
1: you love the internet as much as we love talking about it,
0: consider supporting us on Patreon. A
1: lot of work and time go into research, recording, editing, and distributing this show. Contributing even one or two dollars per month is huge in offsetting our production costs. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com 2G1P. We'll keep making the show no matter what. But your support allows us to make
0: it even better. Thank you so much for listening. And, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. For listening
2: to as produced by the Daily Dot, a show about internet communities. Understand that it's an elaborate front for getting dates for Allie and Jen. Most people sign up for a free dating app and swipe right. These two made 51 episodes of an hour-long podcast. Only time will tell which dating strategy is triumphant. And now here are your single and ready to make the hosts, Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg. <laughs>
1: Hey everybody, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. This is Two Girls, One Podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening. We're so happy that you're here. So to briefly tell you who we are, Ali and I are performers who've been performing internet material live on stage using the internet as our script for a lot of years. Uh, we went down a lot of weird wormholes and fascinating wormholes and we learned a lot about different communities. From there we made a web series called Two Girls One Show, which you can find on haha.com. Matt, don't echo me please. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Oh, I knew Oh man. I thought it was over. Anyway, um, we made a web series where we did these interviews. We went on scripted adventures, and from there, we decided the interviews were so awesome that we wanted to make this podcast with Matt and the Daily Dot. And you know, here we are. Yo, boom! Hello, Matthew. <laughs> How are you guys? We're great. <laughs> Pretty well. Pretty well. Today, we have a really freaking cool show.
0: It's a little monumental. Now, you guys know that I have talked a ton about online dating, and it's always tragic. Today, we are (laughs) going to meet the founder of online dating. And that is not an overstatement. We are speaking to Gary Kremen, who founded Match.com. So this guy truly, truly was a pioneer, as I say a lot on the show. I know. And is the founder of online dating, which is really actually, I mean... The the story is incredible. Uh, we'll see yeah. how much we get to cover today, but it's really pretty wild, and it really changed. I think not just dating, but it's changed a lot of the way, like the ways that he, that people interact on the internet. And I think it's also a major contributor to text culture.
1: Ali, you know what I wanted to say? I'm so glad you said he's a pioneer because that was in my brain as well. But also, he birthed it, which is a little bit of so empire. he's a mother. He, yeah he's he's an empregger yeah as well yes he's an Um, (laughs) empregger
0: and also he's a visionary and
1: wow we haven't used that word on this show yet but yes he really is because the
0: story is so fascinating about how um his team was against him and wanted to just like put newspaper personals online and like give newspapers the technology
1: and of course they were moving too slow and, and the whole thing is really kind of wild speaking of newspaper personals um in preparation for this i was thinking a lot about like what what dating was like before we had online dating and i completely forgot cuz we were too young to do it that you used you could place dating personals in a newspaper do you know that that was a thing
0: yeah and i mean that other than meeting people the old fashioned way. I mean in terms of yeah, in terms of dating services, that was pretty much the only thing that was available. I think although I'm I'm really excited to ask him what the landscape was like before he invented match.com.
1: Me too. I I was looking up some newspaper personals just cuz I was curious. I was like, what did these look like cuz oh, I definitely was I wasn't reading them as a kid. I mean, they're kind of similar to what you might read on dating sites today, but like here's one, for example, it says forever single and like that's the title of it and the person says Fooey says this very attractive slim successful male professional 30 who is more sensitive than mother Teresa, more lovable than et wiser than yoda and more modest than a presidential candidate seeking seeking a pretty slim warm female warm, who warm she better a
2: not be dead not dead she who better be warm
1: serious relationship that is more fun than humans beings should be allowed to have <laughs> um wow. i found a few of these and they are really it's like tr- it seems like they're from the 1950s but they're from the well this one's from 84 actually
0: <laughs> i love that you found that wait what else did you find
1: um okay hold on we might was that, need to cut out that was very
0: i mean in in a lot of ways that was like significantly more poetic and informative than anything i've ever seen on tinder
1: I know. I mean, which match the match group now owns, but yeah. I know. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, the purpose of life is the title revealed here for the first time. Fun, intimacy, bearing witness to each other's days and nights, creativity, sensuality, lazy Sundays, art, music, and with the right person, raising children. Very bright, attractive, thirty-one-year-old man seeks pretty gal in her (laughs) twenties. With similar views. Oh, (laughs) God. Similar views, prominent ideals, and prominent derriere. Who is not the type to answer an ad like this?
0: (laughs) Oh, that guy nowadays would be sending dick pics. I
1: know. That's 1985. (laughs) Wow. I just... I just love how it wasn't even a thing back then to be like yo i'm like 40 years old i'm seeking an 18 year old
3: (laughs) (laughs) what's changed
1: so the other thing is that personals
0: were considered like pretty lowbrow and dirty and like now they're like love letters do you know what i mean like that's how far we've fallen
1: and communities were so small like if these were in local newspapers I, I guess they were anonymous, right? But I would still yeah, be embarrassed. Yeah, but do you think they could Sometimes identify
0: so- the person? I'd be like, "Oh, Probably. that guy. He's friendlier than ET. I know who this dude is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's
0: wiser than Yoda, and he's as humble as the president." Oh, uh, totally...
3: Frank! I knew it.
1: Yeah, from the corner <laughs> <it's>
0: store. <laughs> a... Although <laughs> humility, humility, and presidency don't—I don't know about those anymore.
3: Yeah,
1: no, yeah,
0: that, that definitely was.
1: I don't
3: Talk know. Talk about, about that the 80s. perfect the perfect <laughs> ad from 1984. Let me reference every popular Spielberg movie, you know, from <laughs> yeah. that era from that year and we uh, where be we good to go? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wonder if he met the woman of his dreams based on that too, you know. Now here's so. the real question. Does he look
0: like a combo of Yoda and E.T.? It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> my dream. This man. was the
0: number one problem with these personals, is it was too anonymous and there were no photos. <laughs>
1: Think how long it would take to set up a date. You would compose that. It would take you like two weeks to write that then you would send it into the local paper another two weeks yeah how long would it take to to publish it yeah (laughs) like at least a year would go by before you got a date probably have you guys
3: seen the video dating uh, archives from the 80s that that ended up on YouTube a couple years
2: back yes it's exactly what you just read but
3: in video form and it's amazing (laughs)
1: Right. With big hair. Yeah. Listeners,
0: yeah. if you haven't watched that, you are doing yourself a disservice.
1: It's just so great to see how people put themselves out there and like what was considered attractive and um It's also and it was so dated that it's
0: hilarious. Yeah, I know.
1: It's like so. Like the crazy 80s. graphics. Yeah. <laughs>
3: all right, guys. I'm really excited about today's show. I'm excited to speak to Gary, but we do need to take a break. I'm sorry. Also, let's be serious,
0: to. Matthew. You're not excited. You don't care at all about online dating. You don't know what it is. Or maybe you're really interested as like, how how does the other
1: half live?
3: This is what I'm saying. Like, what's internet dating? I've never even heard of it.
1: It's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. All my non-single friends like to swipe through my dating apps. I'm, I'm sure they do for you too, right, Ali? I, yeah. I
0: like oh, to Matthew- <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> wait matt why yeah. have you a single
3: friend of mine a while back sh- like showed me tinder like in the earlier days of tinder i was like whoa, whoa. Okay, yeah,
0: what matt, is to become the why have you not taken mine and jen's phone and just swiped for us please do that <laughs> i think that is a producerial
1: duty of yours
3: <laughs> i will produce your date
1: all right let's Wonderful. take a break because apparently breaks make you more productive so let's it's, do it it's guys. true
3: it's true but but before we do that We have to have trivia. I'm sorry.
0: I know, I know.
1: You think it's federally (laughs) legislated. What's wrong with
3: you? (laughs) I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Today's episode is about online dating, but the concept of computer matchmaking has actually been around since the mid-1960s, going way back to the beginning of computers. The first digital dating service in the U.S. was created by two guys in a Harvard dorm room in 1965. Sounds a little familiar, don't you Mm -hmm. think? Yeah, what's up with that? All right. For $3, college-age singles could mail in a questionnaire about themselves, and this questionnaire included things like, do you believe in a God who answers prayer, and is extensive sexual activity in preparation for marriage part of growing up? These were some of the questions that would like test compatibility. Do you know what
0: I love there? Extensive just the, the inclusion of the ver- the 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 word extensive that's
1: correct i thought that matt was going to tell us he'd give us three dollars if we got it right but it turns out that's not what you were saying <laughs> no, no no
3: that is just the premise of this question right. uh, but then to top it off clerical workers would then type the questionnaires manually into an ibm computer which was about the size of a bus uh, and it would it would imprint onto punch cards. This is the old, ye olden days of punch card computing. And then the computer would cross-reference the answers and spit out five potential m- matches. And then those matches were mailed back to the applicants by, you know, U.S. Postal Mail and with the addresses and I think phone numbers of the matches. And then it was up to you to like call them up, send them a letter, et cetera.
0: That is the dreamiest shit I have ever heard.
3: The question though... From this crazy time is what was this early computer dating service called it was actually a business that was uh, presented to the public and what did they call it here are your choices a matchmaker matchmaker <laughs> okay b, yes
0: yes <laughs>
3: b compatibility just That's compatibility yeah. or c Operation
1: match.
0: (laughs) I feel like the answer is C, but I'm gonna go with Fiddler on the Roof, A.
1: I'm gonna go with compatibility. Simple, to the point, yeah. We
3: will find out the correct answer after the break.
1: So, guys, Matt's always telling us, like, not to talk about sex so much. We know, like, some of you are into it, some of you are, whatever. But, like, if you need more sex in your life and love and dating and relationships and all of that, we have a podcast to recommend for you. It's called Seek Treatment.
0: They are so fun. They almost make me want to move back to New York so that they would maybe hang out with me.
1: Oh, well when you come to visit let's meet up it's Katherine Cohen and Pat Reagan. Pat and Kat Pat Kat and they have a guest on every week and they're just dishing the dirt you really feel like you're right there with them and they're also comedians so it's hilarious
0: it, it is it is a fun time and you should check
1: out Pat and Kat I believe they also refer to themselves as shy slutty psycho bitches so <laughs> uh, that alone should intrigue you to seek treatment <laughs> yeah how do you not want to hang out with dad so check it out seek treatment uh, you can find it we're not actually telling you to seek treatment we're telling you to look up this podcast but uh, look up seek treatment wherever you find your favorite podcasts and let us know what you think
2: and now a heartwarming tale of boy meets girl a real misconnection advertisement entitled we kissed at midnight You ran away woman for man 25 downtown from the dating website that brings all the boys to the yard craigslist.org
0: you. 5-8, scruffy glasses, wearing a black hoodie outside the vid, and I asked you for a lighter. You lit my cigarette and we talked about our wishes for the new year. We heard the countdown starting and decided to stay outside. I... I started to cry, and you kissed me, and then we started to make out. After a minute, I felt something warm and realized that you pissed yourself. I pushed you away, and that's when you ran, but I wish you had stayed. You peed on me, but it's okay. I just want to know who you are. Please reply, and when you do, tell me why I started crying so I know it's you. If you remember.
1: she's crying before she gets peed on you think she would cry after she gets peed on
0: i think she was crying because she needed a good golden shower and then it (laughs) happened and she was like why did you run away
1: do you get that feeling sometimes like hunger or thirst where you're just like i just need a golden shower right now (laughs) (laughs)
0: You know, (laughs) I don't want to make any of our listeners who enjoy a golden shower to feel bad, but I personally have never felt the calling for a golden shower.
1: (laughs) Me neither. I just really, I love what it's called. It sounds so epic. I mean, we've two girls, one podcast.
0: Go on, go on, yeah. Matthew. I want <laughs> to hear Matt
3: say the Golden Shower community.
1: It's an episode all about one. the Golden Girls. Jen's gonna love it. It sounds like something you would win at the end of a video game or something, right? Like it's, it's grail esque
3: For
0: certain video games, that's what happens.
3: Would you like to hear the trivia answer? I would definitely yes. like to
0: stop talking about Golden Showers, believe it or not. Fair
3: enough. Today's question is about the origin of uh, digital dating. I don't know. It certainly wasn't called that, but it could be uh, com- Yeah. Uh, computational dating. This was not online dating. The, our guest today will discuss the beginnings of that. But before the consumer internet, there were giant computers that would shuffle punch cards around and try to match people based on uh, compatibility quizzes that they mailed in. It was developed by two Harvard students in 1965. Interestingly, there was another similar service in the UK or Europe uh, the year before so it's not the first one but this was the first in the US uh, the question today was what is this called A matchmaker matchmaker B compatibility or C operation match Ali you went with uh, Fiddler Yeah. A- <laughs>
0: only because I cannot let my people down
3: yeah no, fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough and Jen you I don't went believe with- it's the
0: right answer though <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like but I'm strategy. sticking with it <laughs> Jen, you went with the clean uh, compatibility. Choice B, just that clean, simple. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I can hear somebody saying that in an old-timey 1960s voice. <laughs> compatibility! <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know what that means. But yeah, sure. It's clean and simple. Let's do it.
0: What's your old-timey 1960s voice? I think
1: an old-time 60s voice would sound like ca- like mid-Atlantic, but me- that's probably 40s. Like a Katherine Hepburn. It's almost like what you do compatibility newscaster compatibility compatibility all right let's stop because i'm sure this is very annoying to you listeners
0: riveting radio
3: (laughs) correct answer is c operation
0: match (gasps) okay for the record that's the one that i said i thought was right but i was sticking with my people yep wow matt
1: you change it up every week that one was too obvious and it was the right answer Yeah. yeah Very strategy.
3: kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. So um, the, oh, actually the the name of the company. So that was the name of the, the product, the system that they devised. The company was called like Compatibility Research, Inc. It was like the most boring name. It started with like college age singles, Harvard, and then had up to 70,000 applicants. Some of them are even still married today wow uh they gained national exposure on the game show to tell the truth i think uh the, the television show got wind of the of the project and uh featured them and they were getting letters from all over the all over the country maybe even all over the world insane story
0: i find strangely delightful you know what i mean because you know it's like oh love letters and now we get dick pics this is like this weird in between where it's like this is like the modern day love letter that they had to like fill out these questionnaires and go to these lengths and i love that like america was so Taken aback by this story Because it was so novel And now it's like That's kind of how Everybody meets
1: yeah, How it works um, But in like I a love, really Dumbed down way I love that they gave it Kind of like a militaristic name It just sounds like Because like people Were flying to the moon Around then Operation and just, Get people to fuck each other Get laid <laughs> <laughs>
3: So interestingly, on the 538, they did a like a little mini documentary about the computer dating service and the the founders of it, and also the people who used it. And most of them are, are older at this point. Some some of them are still married, uh, but there was one woman who talked about how she got her five matches in the mail, and it was an it was a list of names and addresses and phone numbers. But at the time, it was very customary for The man to make the first contact to reach out so like a lot of women would get their matches and just like kind of like wait for the phone to ring because it was not like acceptable it was it's just a very interesting observation from the 60s and now we have bumble i fucking hate (laughs)
0: bumble so much (laughs) guys i deleted tinder again as you know and i am now trying bumble and oh. I just resent so much that people call it the feminist dating app because what is feminist about women having to do all the work? Anyhow, I find <laughs> I think that story about Operation Matchmaker Matchmaker is I find it strangely adorable.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah I, yeah, I do too. Um well, I think it's time to speak with our guests. What do you guys think? Definitely. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, boop, guys. Boop, boop. All right, so we I don't know what that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now we're hey. starting. All right. Uh, <laughs> we are so excited right now. <laughs> we're so excited right now to speak with Gary Kremen. Uh, he's an entrepreneur, inventor, investor. He has many projects and companies and in interests. But we're speaking to him today about the fact that he founded Match.com. Welcome, Gary.
4: I'm honored to be here today.
1: All right, Gary.
0: We read that you launched Match back in 1994.
4: That's right. I started thinking about it in 93, but launched it in 94 when I came up with the idea for online dating.
0: We would love to hear what was the landscape like back then and how did you get the idea to invent the phenomenon that has ruined my life?
4: Oh, we'll have to discuss that issue of your life being ruined, but <laughs> sometimes the best entrepreneurial ideas are the ones you can kind of personally understand the problem. And my problem was I needed to find the right person to marry and I was getting Gary, me too. quality dates. Oh, okay. Uh, so you can understand the challenge, right?
0: I understand
4: your soul. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we could work on your challenge that you're having right now but I can't uh, wait uh, so i was doing back then one method of meeting people other than friends introduction and going to bars and hoping things helped you randomly was uh, the personal ads in the back of newspapers Are, is anyone familiar with these i've yes. heard lore Lore. That's a good word for it. Lore. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, a lot of newspapers, especially the alternative newspapers, actually got most of their money from the classified advertisements and within classifieds. uh, They would put people would pay money to put ads, and then when you would want to contact the person, you'd have to leave a message on a 900 number. So it was a double way to make income. And especially the alternative newspapers did really well with this model. And uh, I was using them and spending thousands of dollars trying to find Ms. Wright unsuccessfully.
1: Wow. wow. So were you actively dating people from personals? And how, how did that go?
4: I was actively dating um, someone better than others. Uh, my best... Uh, I had some low points. My best uh, method was I had a good uh, strategy where I, I, I studied women and who women trusted. So who do, who do you think women trust?
1: Their fathers? I don't know. Oh, this you is, trust your this father. This got creepy wow.
0: so fast. That's so really fast. Scary. Wow. I was going to say nice
1: guys. Police. Yes, officers? you trust
3: you trust fireman. Oh my god.
1: Is
4: this, is this women's studies? Is this women's studies
3: in college? Is that what people
4: talk about? That's really not. Yeah. No. Firemen. Did you say firemen? I, I did. I just started listing professions. No, you trust your nice gay friend, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Sure.
4: So, so I came up with this idea. Why don't I ha- why don't I put ads in gay newspapers with my gay friend with the logic that if you say gay man, straight man, the hard-to-get-to women will go, oh, well, my gay friend is introducing me, so I trust, so I'll go on the date.
0: Wait, back up. Uh, Wait, so I'm I'm confused. So ads in the gay papers that you were two friends looking for two people to date?
4: Yeah, gay guy, straight guy looking for guy and his hagfag friend okay this is yeah. crafty wow <laughs> I, do you see what i'm saying it's a different distribution channel
0: why doesn't that dating site exist because i, I know have... isn't that a good <laughs> question shout out to my friend brandt you and i would double all the fucking time i can't wait to send him this
4: you, you get the logic. In fact, I just recently found the ad that I was doing in, like, 91, 92. Can so you I please send ad. us
0: that ad? I need to <laughs> see that. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that's great about that, from my perspective, is if the date sucked, I would still get to hang out with Brand.
4: Exactly. Exactly. There are so exactly. many wins here.
0: So many wins. Exactly. Okay, okay, go so on, you, go on. So,
4: so I was doing things like that.
0: Um, did you have a gay friend, or did you have to go find one? Like what was Simon that?
4: Glensky. <laughs> of mine. Shout out to Simon. Simon. Simon, who was actually uh, very helpful early on at Match.com too. So great guy. So but but I was doing that. And you know, it was, sometimes it was hit or miss and stuff like that. Uh,
0: and that was it. it. It was classified section, classified m- setups and who you happen to meet, right?
4: Right. And the challenge was, there wasn't quick interaction. There wasn't uh, You know, you didn't have audio, you didn't have video, you didn't have a picture. So what was happening at the same time as I was doing uh, one of my first startups I did, which was selling some software online on the nascent internet, world's first open source software company, taking software, downloading it on a modem, if you remember that word, and selling it to people at big corporations that didn't have access to it, the internet.
0: Oh, the this? '90s. Yes, yeah.
4: the early '90s. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Early '90s. So one day, an uh, email, and this was all done through email because the web there was no web or very little. It was very academic. Uh, academic, and uh, we would. And what was happening is companies wanted things like Lotus Notes, and they started hooking up to the outside world. So you could used to be only to send email internally within a company, but people started hooking it up from the outside world. And and we would start getting purchase orders for our software, maybe it was a couple hundred bucks. And that was good because that meant we could eat that week. Um, I love
0: eating. <laughs> yes.
4: I've done a lot of that myself. So uh, one day we get a purchase order uh, from Hewlett Packard. I'll never forget today. It was like for $700. And my partner comes running in, goes, oh my God, we just got a $700 order. And I look at it and I go, oh, look at it. It's from, it, it says from a woman. She sent it. And he goes, well, probably the admin, uh, the person who's ordering it. And I go, yeah, but do you think she's cute?
0: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> All right.
0: And
2: then? What,
4: what are you not following here? <laughs> and he goes, what are you talking about? And I go, an, an attachment's just been invented. And I said, well, what if we could convince her to take her picture, to Kinko scan it in, and send it to us? <laughs>
0: not creepy at all we've discussed on the podcast before kinkos is for
1: kink
4: (laughs) (laughs) well you got to remember the time this is really back in the day
1: so how did you convince her
4: well i didn't but it was the genesis of the idea that like why don't we use email for a dating service and you could attach pictures and you could fill out a profile in an email form and i can write a, a piece of software to Parse through it all, and then look up in a database and find the closest match. That was the genesis. Mm-hmm. This is before the web, and I quit that company that I started called Los Altos Technologies. Moved from, you know, the San Jose area up to the city. At the same time, we got a new CEO who would hold prayer meetings before the companies.
0: Mm, that's appropriate. love a good prayer meeting. Jen and I do that too. Yeah. Matt doesn't like it, but we always do a little prayer. Uh
1: Such a hater, Matt.
0: Yeah. I pray for
4: the tech to work. That's all I pray (laughs) for. Honestly. So so is this all making sense? That's the Genesis. That was the question you asked, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but I mean, the the whole thing is, is amazing and fascinating. It just really speaks to how, how much the world has changed so quickly and fundamentally. So, okay. So you started this email service. Is that how it started first?
4: that's Tell us right. everything it Gary e- it was an email service, so you would fill out this form and then invented the idea of anonymous email stripping out your email name and substituting it with a different name and uh, made a credit card cash advance bought a server and uh, opened up this little dating service idea
0: and so it was, and that's how it was launched as an email service. And how were signups in the initial launch? Because, as we all know, there used to be huge stigma around online dating, and now it couldn't be more normal, so to speak. So, what was that like?
4: There was a. You're right. There was a huge stigma, but then I, you know, it's always successful. Successful ventures might be a series of inventions or ideas. You know, the first being. People would prefer something with more information than what's in the newspaper, uh, you know, a couple lines in a newspaper with cryptic codes. They prefer, you know, more information, maybe a pic- picture or two. The second one was there was very little women online. Um, I've been online or on connectivity since the early 80s, and uh, I realized one woman would bring 50 men, especially if there was a picture. So I came up with a marketing strategy, kind of like bars used to do of ladies night, just focus on getting women. And we're talking about the heterosexual market. And we, we definitely did stuff in the LGBTQI market, um, significant, which led to my downfall. But, um, that's what we did. We focused just on making the website work for women. We didn't care if it worked well for men, because we know for every woman, we'd have 50 men. Mm.
1: Did you test this on yourself to get started since it it was uh, generated from a personal need? (laughs) I mean, I looked
4: at the information, but I was dating someone at the time. So uh, I had that rare thing that I was actually with someone, which was shocking
0: that wasn't the norm <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So you just mentioned it And I read this on the internet And thought it was really interesting um, If it's that, on the that,
4: internet it must be true yeah, must.
0: Everything you read on the internet is true Oh god the things I've read About Teletubbies and Snape Severus Okay um, So you ended up So you had an argument with your VCs About servery, serving the LGBTQ market And that's what led to you leaving Can you talk to us about that
4: Oh yeah, so its things started working, growing at one to two, three percent a day. Sometimes, well, even before that, I said, "Okay, we need to have diversity, inclusion, and mirror what was going on." In my opinion, in the real world, living in San Francisco, but uh, I raised money from investors, and investors. It was at a time where you know a dating service they didn't even want to tell their investors the limited partners about it and when they found out I added an LGBTQ feature to the site uh they were just up in arms they were like what if our investors find out we're going to have we're going to lose our money and they got their money from you know university pension funds and uh family offices and you got to look at the times i guess if you if you try to look at it from uh the most favorable from their position and they told me to take it off and i said no i'm serving a market that has every right to have a dating service and we had a big disagreement that it led to you know she with the gold has the rules even though they were all a bunch of men and uh they brought in a ceo over me
2: wow
0: i love and hate that story so fucking much
4: yeah Yeah, so um that probably cost me a couple hundred million dollars. My decision to advocate for LGBT access.
0: Does it? Does it help that you did the right thing,
4: <laughs> or, yes. or not? Yes.
0: So much because it absolutely you a hundred percent did the right thing. Yes, agreed. And you go down in history as having done the right thing. Ah, uh, it's just so crazy too. Also, I mean, I, I I'm glad gay rights are advancing as much as they are, but the fact that in the 90s that, it, that you wouldn't serve that market. It's also just insane because it speaks to how diversity is a business imperative. Like It's an enormous right. market that can bring you lots of dollars, but you don't want to serve them. So,
4: And, 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 and when, when I would spend hours arguing their well homophobic nature, but even when I tried to get past that, I would try to make a dollars and cents just rate of return argument. And it was like talking to Stonewall uh it was it was crazy it just shows how people's prejudices can affect the bottom line and in a capitalist society that just makes no sense to me it still doesn't to this day
0: yeah you no know, i mean it's course. still a problem where people don't want to serve certain markets and then yeah they're losing out uh, my, my friend has a huge business just based on the fact that he's totally down to serve the trans community he does custom suits but like nobody else wants to serve them and it's fucking nuts that's Anywho. a great example
4: but yeah. i had these conservative investors that had white shoe investors behind them, and they were just absolutely opposed to that they were absolutely opposed to any kind of dating that wouldn't lead to marriage you know like, uh, and missionary looking for a longer <laughs> no they were for that maybe yeah. um,
0: oh, time's but, uh, up straight white assholes time's yeah. not up they run everything they run everything <laughs> uh,
4: okay so yeah so i don't know we got off on a tangent a little bit but uh, no it's
0: not a tangent i love it this is the episode <laughs> this yeah, is yeah that what was it the is. double
4: tangent and you know their intransience and their beliefs caused them to lose all the money and at the end of the day I was the only one who made any a little bit of money on the whole thing, but because of their transience. But that's another story. You we could tell that one.
1: So Gary, I'm curious. When this first started, did you notice anything about the way that people were dating one another? Were people on this site looking for relationships? Were they looking for hookups? What was the culture around dating like at the time?
4: Well, again, there was this huge pressure for my investors to like ban hookups. You know, it was crazy. Uh, they said no. It has to be this long-term relationship. But I observed what was going on, and it was clearly people were mirroring what goes on in uh, the non-online world, even, which was 95% of the market at the time. And some were people. It was a continuum and a spectrum. But the focus was because of this investor pressure on long-term marriage, long-term relationship, marriage, at the end of the day. They kind of made me do what they wanted to do
0: so you departed and i i don't know if if after that you were like fuck it or uh if you still Well, know. i
4: didn't i, I mean <laughs> yeah. this was over a this was over a couple year period i i stayed on the board but uh you know when you're not ceo at least at the time it was i actually should have stayed but it is what it is, you know.
0: Well, can you talk to us from your, you know, insider perspective about how the online dating landscape grew and changed or what contributed to the stigma disappearing? Just the, I mean, it's because it is so fascinating how online dating has completely taken over. And so have been there from the beginning. What, what can you tell us about how that grew?
4: Well, you know, it's funny, you know, we're talking about um, LGBTQI. It's kind of like the same thing. It's like, the acceptance. How do you accept when you were from a non-accepting world? How did acceptance happen? Well, you met someone who, uh, uh, let's say, was uh, you know trans, and you're like, oh, this is just a person. And I think same analogy is here, which is, oh, you met someone who met someone online. Oh, well, that they're they're good people. So uh, what's wrong with that? So that was one of the, uh, I would say that's one of the things that happened. If that makes sense.
0: Totally. I have a friend who married someone and she kept telling me that they met through a mutual friend. And then at the wedding, I realized that I'd never met the mutual friend. And then I realized they met online and I was really pretty pissed, pissed about it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it I, ridiculous. I that, it's ridiculous. That was, it, that was in the beginning, uh, a
0: lot yeah this was like so they got married in like oh nine and she knew i was online dating and i'd be like bitching about online dating and she was never like well you know me and my husband like, it was absurd and then i figured it out and i was like you whore anyway um well i was gonna say i didn't start
1: online dating until a year ago
4: and i think well, the thing fuck that fuck you jennifer out, i know <laughs> no
1: but yeah I think I,
4: oh jennifer's so pure oh i would I'm just be pure. people who, from my reading group from Oxford graduates or whatever. Yeah,
0: you know what, Gary? Gary, just Gary you're, seriously. An, uh, you're just a pioneer. I'm an early adopter. Pioneer, and Jen is know, just I... late to the is, goddamn it, is, game. It, yeah,
4: exactly. Price. She's
0: trailing. I wasn't. I She's wasn't true. bragging
1: <laughs> We're
0: ganging up What are we going to do
1: Jen. about her? Ganging up. Gangin up I know I was skeptical of the quality of connection you can make with people because I think some of some of the apps in the last few years have earned sort of not the best reputation because it can be about hookups but No but that's to the that thing really What's doing? wrong with the hookup?
4: You. What's nothing. wrong with the hookup? <laughs> Jen doesn't want to get nothing? laid?
0: What's going on here? Yeah Jen
4: What's up with <laughs> that? It, Jen it it. Yeah, There's you're nothing wrong with
0: it It's just not I'm not a prude, Gary. (laughs) Yeah, Jen's actually dating like 16 men right now. If you're not a prude.
4: Send me Snapchat me right now. Go to the <laughs> bathroom. <All right.
0: laughs> no, but I did want to go to what you were saying, Jen. How you think it's like not a deep, serious connection? It isn't. While it's online, the idea is still that you go meet offline.
4: Yeah, exactly. you get offline. What's wrong, Jen?
1: <laughs> people just have to have the right intentions going into it, and I, I think some people like just want to have fun. But that's fine too. It's nothing. Oh, shit, with it's it's fun. Just, it wasn't my intention. Where are you right? at?
0: It's just aligned intentions. Yeah. You need aligned intentions exactly exactly yeah were That's you gonna all. actually tell us the story before we shamed you Jen <laughs> no I so you wasn't said you joined <laughs> last year and and yeah And her dating life has been so much better. She's killing it now.
4: Is she? Let's hear more about it. Yeah, let's hear it, Jen. This is really
0: not what I want to talk about. The tables have been. Now, Jen,
4: Jen, let's talk about
0: this. Gary and I are
4: starting a podcast together, and I'm excited. This is like all going out on Twitter to all the eligible partners right now.
2: This is great. Oh, my
1: God. Okay, here's something I want to know. Do you think you can find love through an online service?
4: Yes, Jen. Oh, Jesus. Of course you do. dude what what is is wrong with her Uh, no you can't no love for you ever jen with this attitude we need a new intervention on her
0: i'm gonna (laughs) see jen's out there's been millions of marriages through online dating
4: but are they
3: in love
0: oh i mean you could ask that about all marriages Matthew.
4: i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding All Anywho
0: right. All right.
4: I don't know Jen I'm on your website right now So we might need to Work Stop. on a couple Stop. things here Stop. What about okay. her sex thing In real life okay. you, ever meet you haven't met anyone Oh that's
0: a video <laughs> we did With the Daily Dot <laughs> I'm
4: looking at it right now Yeah. You know, what, we were,
1: what we were talking about Was the evolution Of online dating That's what we were talking <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. To yeah. remind us yeah. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: what, so what are your thoughts On how it grew And then how it gave rise
4: To Sure to and things I, like that, and that whole ecosystem. Well, as you know, Match on Tinder, but um, I'm a big fan of that location based dating. I mean, you, you know, there's not one product that may fit all sides. You know, it's evolved. Uh, match is more for long term, and uh, some things are more for. They start at hookup base, but any hookup can lead to uh, uh, long term, and some long term can lead to short term. I'm, I'm for more new technology, quicker. Look, there, there's a saying in business that contacts equal contracts. So you need to, Jen, you need to have some more dates. You it's a numbers contacts. game. <laughs> that could, yes. Well, you I am learning that. Frogs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. I'm, I'm working my way through. <laughs> yes. All right. So before we move on to too much, we do want to hear a little bit more about the early days of match. So sure. what else can you tell us? Yeah.
4: So we did some pretty innovative stuff, you know, invented anonymity. We invented the idea of web pages, different web pages for different people. Got some patents there. I think we were probably the first technology company to hire women in numbers.
0: Uh, Wait, what? The general manager. <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if there is some today, maybe we were the first and only. Whoa. Uh,
0: Can you expand on well, that? <laughs>
4: Oh, my God. Well, you know, there was a a belief that only men could do technology and startups that didn't probably change for 15 years. Yeah, That
0: belief still exists. (laughs) I've been on some Tinder dates with with dudes (laughs) who have told me that women just aren't interested in technology. And then I send them reading material. And when it's clear that they've read it, I ghost. I'm educating men one <laughs> Tinder date at a time. Uh, thank
4: you, Allie. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I send them that uh, making.
0: Yeah, I send them the video from the Clayman Institute for Gender Studies called "Leveling the Ooh, Playing Field." Yeah, it's generally snaps. that's my go-to. Nice work. Anyway, okay, so so you were like, "Fuck this! We're going to hire some women." <laughs> Crazy. That's right.
4: <laughs> Isn't that insane? And uh, a, a woman to run kind of the business unit, and because my belief was, at least at the time, the idea was you have to have a product and service that was focused on women only. And this idea that, you know, men weren't, uh, they were ancillary to the process. But that was no, kind of no, unique men, at men the not time. No, what
0: women want. Men, men are great at speaking for women. That's how the world works.
4: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm going to go kill so, myself. Yeah. <laughs> so no, seriously. But the resistance that I had at the time, what, you want to hire women managers? You want women to design a product? What is wrong with you? That's against all convention. Uh, Had a lot of fights over gender issues. It was uh, pretty interesting. Yeah,
0: because this was also the 90s. So it wasn't that long ago. Like, I love how I mean, I hate everyone's like, Oh, me too. Things are changing for women. And I'm like, this is the tip of the iceberg. Like, all of yeah. it, the idea of women being able to do anything is so fucking new. Okay. Uh... I, I
3: have an answer. I have a tangential question. Gary, you mentioned uh, creating web pages, individual pages for users. Does that mean and, and that you, you you said the word invented or created? Does that mean you created the profile? The online profile is
4: that accurate? No, or? I mean, before um, we got there, all oh, web pages were static web pages. They wouldn't change depending on who you were or what kind of device you had. Oh, so, you I see, know, I see. oh yeah. So, this was so early on that there was probably only a couple thousand, maybe 10,000 people on the web. So, the idea that a web page could be dynamic that could change based on, like, let's say, a match. That was something we came up with the idea for. And that's used by a, a couple billion people uh, every day. Matches you know and not just in dating <laughs> and everything. That's actually how I was, ended up making any money on the whole thing. But uh, yeah, so, you know, when you're early, sometimes you come up with inventions and ideas. The idea of the two way match, that was our idea that I didn't have to just like you, but it would be good if you liked me, you know, duh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mutual. (laughs) There's an idea. Uh, So were there any specific incidents that led to waves of people signing up and its uh, eventual ascent into so-called normalcy?
4: Yes. So there was first, you know, kind of zeroing on what what questions and what worked in profiles You know, in the beginning, we asked 200 questions, uh, kind of like in the eHarmony kind of model. and We found out that's a real poor model. People just have X attention spans and what people think they want. It's really, is there someone close to me that kind of hits the uh, rough area of the target? Is there someone hot
0: nearby? (laughs)
4: Well, it's not always hot because uh, well, hot is in the uh, the eye and in the The eye of of the beholder. beholder. Mm -hmm. And it's not always images. You know, it could be what someone says. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Because it can, oh, well, you know, I think of that movie Kissing Jessica Stein is a great example of, well, that wasn't exactly what she was looking for, but it worked out okay.
0: Hmm. I haven't actually seen that movie, but I hear it's fantastic. I haven't either.
4: <laughs> great. Yeah, it's, an old, it's an old school movie of the times, and I date myself sometimes with my references.
0: No, no, I but, know the uh, movie. It's about lesbians, yeah.
4: right? Well, yes and no, but it's about a woman who's looking for someone specific that's a soulmate and it was about the quote that did it. And then she found out, oh, it was from a woman, but the quote was so powerful it allowed her to expand her horizon.
0: Mm, it Was not about
4: cool.
0: lesbians, was about, it. about transcending all genders. I don't know. Uh, okay.
4: it's, it's it's about that there might be you know many things that could work, and if you're focused on just you're narrow, your ask is narrow, your uh, your your set of people is narrow, but if you broaden yourself out, Jan, maybe you'll do a little better. <laughs> oh
2: my god. I've been
1: dating so much. I
0: know, but, but it's because you started people, online. Jan. But also because she started online dating last year, so now she's killing
4: it. I know, I know. Is I, she killing it? Let's I'm, discuss that.
1: I'm thankful yeah, for Yeah, she is dating. killing well, it. I, I mean, killing it isn't like I've been dating a lot of people, but I, I think she's I'm closer to finding... She's dating several bachelors. Stop. I. <laughs>
4: But I think <laughs> at I'm getting, the same time.
1: Yeah, but uh-huh. what I want is a, a relationship. So I think I'm getting closer to something meaningful. But uh, who knows? You know, just keep going until we find it. Yeah, I'd get.
4: You should yeah. be simultaneously doing therapy.
1: I am. I am <laughs> Gary. I am. Thank you very much.
4: <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yes. Uh,
0: Gary, what's your clearly. what's your other what's your dating advice for us?
4: Uh, We're two well, single clearly. women
0: in our 30s. We're fucked.
4: Could be, could be. I mean, there's clearly some issues that... (laughs) He's like, I got nothing. You are fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This might might end badly. (laughs) I'm good. Can I start with free... Can I start with freezing your eggs the way you're going? <laughs> oh, oh God, man, that's yeah. that's
0: another podcast episode. That's like a whole <laughs> yeah. different. It's for another a different. That's for uh, that V life. That's another podcast that we've been. We uh, talk, I,
4: I was going to do, do an IVF <laughs> insurance company. Yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, that's another entrepreneurial. Well, venture. I know this is
0: about to get real, but all my friends are freezing their eggs and it is so fucking expensive unless you work for like so Google who expensive. pays for it
4: it's 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 expensive not think of pres- the the value of preserving your options that is valuable there so you don't have to panic and marry some you know or get with you know have a baby with you know Ugh. god knows what you know <laughs> that is not the optimum one it panics think of it like Think of it like. But guys, point
0: just guys two don't milligrams have to do of, anything. Guys don't have to do two
4: milligrams of Xanax every morning. You'll feel so much better.
0: I don't feel any panic. I should, I guess, but I don't feel panicked. Yeah. All oh. right, Gary, enough about our our, our withering eggs. Um, okay, so do you have any other major <laughs> online dating advice to give to our listeners? I'm I'm asking for a friend.
4: Well, I, enough, I th- not th- for myself.
2: Yeah. yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know,
4: I I think uh, the pickiness is the killer. You know, uh, you just need to broaden your horizons, whether they be age, race, binariness of gender, etc. You need to really uh, g- just get some more at bats, so to speak.
0: <sighs> some sure. more rather than fewer.
4: That's so upsetting. No. Mm. Oh.
0: Anywho. What else? You, what else you doing with your
4: time?
0: <laughs> Podcasting, talking to humans, you know, hanging out, yeah, eating things Praying for my eggs, yeah.
4: you know? watching them <laughs> wither. Yes.
0: Yep. So wait, oh, oh, I did want to ask you. You have a crazy uh, story about how you finally met your wife. Can you tell us that story?
4: Well, that would be my ex-wife, but... Uh, oh, um, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, my so research only
0: went so far.
4: <laughs> to quote the judge, well, you married her. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I offered a reward. So here's the problem, okay? Now, Jen, think of all your friends. I mean, maybe you have three or four, but uh, at best. She's she got me. She's got me, okay. and yeah. oh, she needs okay. no one else. She yeah. needs yeah. no You're one of them. Girl. We're yeah. new, new friend. Um, so when they meet yeah. someone think of all the people your friend can set someone up how do you get their mind share how do you get their eyeball so, i with, wish people would could...
0: set people up more
4: that's right but but they they probably are but not with you <laughs> so what i said is how do i, I get am started? wonderful <laughs> but yeah. a little a little crazy a little crazy yeah. a little crazy so so how do you get that set up among all the possible people who could be getting it and how do you get that mind share so they think about the setup Will you offer a reward, kind of like a lead gen fee? So I gave a lead gen fee. So if you set me up with the person I marry, you get the trip to Hawaii for two.
0: And it happened. <gasps> truly, right? two. A trip to
4: Hawaii. That's how it worked.
0: Man, I think this is a good wow. dating site idea, like incentivizing setups.
4: Incentivizing setup, I think, would not be a bad idea.
0: Yeah, it's not a great title, incentivizingsetup.com, but I think it's a really good model.
4: What Mm -hmm. about this? Mm -hmm. Earn cash by pimping out your friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You should definitely go buy that URL immediately. (laughs) And speaking (laughs) of, that takes us to our next topic, which is you own some interesting URLs. And I think I made some money just by like sitting on um, like sex.com, right? Like tell us those stories. What happened after match?
4: Well, it was during match, actually, it was before. So, you know, I saw even a greater vision than just dating. I just saw the stodginess of the newspaper industry when I was researching personals and going out to talk to newspapers. There were people who thought they would have monopolies forever. And I said, well, why aren't we putting pictures in classified advertising? Why can't we communicate? Same kind of thing in dating. So I said, I want to do all the classified advertising at the same time I was doing dating so I got jobs.com autos.com housing.com property.com all the good stuff you know what I'm saying
0: and sex.com right you had sex.com
4: that's right that was actually just an afterthought that was a good afterthought though
0: no, it's a good after it's a good afterthought no that's, that's brilliant so so you're sitting on all of these
4: i'm sitting on them i was going to use them all so um, and uh, what happened was uh, what 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 happened was I uh, got someone stole it from me. A five time convicted felon convinced someone at the Network Solutions who was the registry of the time to turn it over to what well, we'll call it the bad dude. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, okay.
4: And uh, well, yeah. five time convicted felon. It's hard to argue. It's a good dude there, right? right? right,
0: right. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> We're with you. <laughs> Just like, where's so, this
4: going? <laughs> So where's it going is I had a big legal fight with the guy, got him tossed in jail uh, and uh, ran sex.com for four or five years. So it's actually in the adult business.
0: Is sex.com exactly what we think it is? <laughs> what?
4: No, it was I didn't want to go do the. I didn't want to be in the porn business per se. So I turned it into the Google of porn. We didn't have any content. But if you typed in, you know. Uh, dating challenged women in new york city maybe you would come up with some hey, content for that <laughs> yeah. do it do it
2: this is the worst yeah. ever <laughs> ever. <laughs> <Okay>. having, having
4: <laughs> men that are treating you bad you know talking about the date <laughs> talking yeah. about the sex so and then I did sell that eventually, so that didn't suck
3: Gary's gonna do some SEO magic after the show to like point those search terms to Jen's Twitter profile, oh, I think. That's right.
0: Yeah, can you can you do some hacking and find us our soulmates? Can you do that? Uh I- I mean, my the, husband? the
4: challenge after this whole—I got to be honest—after this whole conversation, is this is going to be a tough one. Oh,
0: god!
4: <laughs> but, but we're this so is fun. This is really we're so
1: be fun. Gary. If you find me, my husband, I'll give you a trip for two to like uh, a. How's that sound?
0: <laughs> How's that working out? <laughs>
4: uh, all right, Gary? I, I know where I know where you get the hard case. I see that right now.
0: Wait, what? What?
4: Yeah, you you two might be hard cases you Because know? we're
0: so fun Because we're so oh, fun
4: oh, I see. Yeah
0: I have a theory I have a theory that,
4: I a theory okay, that I'm it. doing
0: better Dating in my 30s than my 20s Because I think in your 20s Dudes want like A hot normal girl Who's like kind of quiet And then in their 30s they realize No I want to be entertained till I die And now I'm doing a lot better <laughs> <laughs> this is my theory Well
4: when they're in their 20s they don't want normal But uh, maybe in their 30s they want No in their 20s it's like new. they
0: want like The picture perfect like she's quiet And she's pretty but then they realize that's like Not fun for life This is a theory uh, actually,
4: that I have Actually <laughs> they want the wild one In their 20s um, The problem with women many women in their 20s Not you two is they're kind of focused On that bad boy situation that uh, Usually doesn't work out that well
0: this is getting complicated. Anyway. It's uh, getting okay. accurate. Though <laughs> no, I mean, not not for me, but I uh, your, <laughs> y- your theories definitely ring true with like everything that I've heard and read. But
3: Right, you're using a sample size of one. Gary's got a lot more
4: data. Yeah, he's got a lot more idea. data. Yeah. So like, he's correct.
0: I just don't know that it applies to me, but he's it correct. It never
4: does, does it? Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: well, I think I, I think I spent a lot of time <sighs> in my 20s dating the very nice people that I was supposed to date and not the people that I'm actually like attracted and into. So now I'm fucking assholes. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
4: uh, cool. Wow. So let's
0: edit all of that out, um, JK. So, so what no, are
4: you do up- not. <laughs> do not edit that out. <laughs> so, what are
0: you up to? What, what, can you tell us just? I have like two more questions, but would w- you like to let the listeners know what you're up to now?
4: Well, so I've been really focusing, you know, last ten years in um, trying to do some give back. I started two companies in renewable energy, solar. And uh, in the last couple of years, I've been focused on water a lot, you know, really trying to give water to the underserved and those without. And uh, I'm an elected official. I'm responsible, one of the people responsible for providing the two million people in Silicon Valley with water.
0: Yeah, that's great. I love water. It's wonderful. I mean, Silicon Valley (laughs) is really into coconut water. You're supplying coconut water? Oh, my God. I'm
4: so against those people. What a scam. (laughs) It's like, they should go to
0: jail. Why is it a scam? Why, why, why? I mean, I love coconut water, but just because I feel like if I'm drinking coconut water, I can close my eyes and pretend I'm somewhere else. So for me, it's just like, it's just like a fantasy thing. It's not like I believe I'm healthier.
4: I see. Wow. There's just a lot of issues on this. <laughs> on this
0: all right. Well, Jen, I don't know about you, but I have one more question. So you, you've had a very long entrepreneurial career. And I think like the way that you founded Match and then exited from that and everything, I think it's all very fascinating. So do you have any major lessons that you could share with our audience?
4: So I'm a big believer in, you know, focus on, let's say, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, whether it be Sex, food, water, uh, self esteem, that's a good place to be. And uh, um, done okay on that focus. And then, you know, understanding the problem yourself, I think is pretty good. You know, I see a lot of startups and ideas out there where people truly don't understand the problem. They're trying to solve another group's problem. Uh, And there's nothing like being in a field and solving problems you deeply, deeply understand yourself. It's been one of the keys to my success.
1: Yeah. All right. Thank you, Gary. This has been delightful, even though you guys Gary, put me down the entire time. I had, had so much fun time. with you. I, I had, I had actually, so much fun.
4: We should totally do intervention on Jen. Don't you think so? How do you think we could do that? <laughs> I'm in
1: the
0: bay, you, and I can uh, get a drink and discuss. Oh, man.
4: Yes. <laughs> when you're in the bay, uh, I'm no, a drink.
0: I live and in the bay. I'm ready.
4: Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, maybe <laughs> I know some cute guys or cute girls.
0: Oh, my God. Set me up with men, though. I like men. <laughs> Okay. I know, I need to broaden my horizons. I'll try it. Sure, really set me up with did. anyone. All right, all right, all right, Gary. All right, okay. it's enough about our problems. It's been great to talk to you. All
1: right, see you later. Jen. What? I want to apologize to you. Uh, for what, Allie? For what? <laughs> oh, well, if, if you don't know, then we're all good. Know, okay, we're good, we're good. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate, I appreciate what you guys did because I think it's a sign of love. I mean, Gary doesn't know me, but like, I think you have to tough like love, somebody to put love. them down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. <laughs> Wait, yeah.
0: That seemed like a real deep thing that we should dive into, but <laughs> that seems unhealthy. No, no I, uh, no. it was just too much fun ganging up on you. And the deep, dark secret is if it wasn't you, it was going to be me. <laughs>
1: exactly. Or, ma- well, usually it's Matt, is the thing. So I know. The usually
0: it's Matt. Usually it's Matt, yeah. but he doesn't have a dating thing to tear apart. He was, I know. He's been married since he was a fetus. It's illegal. I know.
1: But listen, <laughs> uh- Man, are you? Are you
0: sure that your marriage is legal? Have you looked into that? I don't. This know. This actually
3: that- this leads me to my business idea, guys. Are you ready?
0: Ba- oh God, <laughs> yes. Ready? Baby ready, ready. marriage. Okay, yeah. Ready? I
3: know. We're talking about freezing eggs, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. God. A dating Ugh. service. A dating service for frozen gametes, meaning you you freeze your eggs, you freeze your, freeze your sperm, and then the computers match up the DNA so that you oh, get the best shit. kids, and you eliminate the dating and the husbands and the wives and the marriage. You just you just connect the DNA dots and get the best baby.
4: Boom. Wow. It's
2: Tinder wow. for Tinder
3: for zygotes. Let's do it.
0: Wow. So it's Zinder. Zinder. No, I, that's great for someone who literally just wants a baby. Right. Right. I don't. Like, but I, I can see but it's uh, <laughs> yeah. great. Great. I'm sure there's a
1: market for that. I could see the world <laughs> heading in that direction.
0: Yeah. Uh. I'm much more interested in the life partner thing. The rest of it, I don't super care about.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Gary had a really interesting perspective On broadening your horizons it, It's challenging to me but I like it Because you start to think about you know, how much So you're
0: going to start to date women? I mean that's basically what he's getting He, he thinks I mean, we should both date women Are I we mean, ready to maybe- date each other?
1: I, may, I mean maybe it's time
3: it's all been slid, in um, that direction in the same bed I mean, many, many, many bed. times
0: yeah, many yeah. times in many countries and cities and in fact i think we're doing that again in several cities in october yeah. we shared a
1: comforter yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally um, that's not all we shared i know
0: <laughs> we room shared room service, service. i know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
3: i know right. i i have a i have an important question that i think i would like you to unpack both of you please you ready yeah. Uh, we no. we joke and we talk often. Ha ha ha. You're in your 30s and you're single and dating so crazy. Ha ha. And and, and I, I believe it and, and I get it. My question for you is. <laughs> you where... don't get
0: it, but thank you for trying. <laughs> no,
3: I, I I don't understand the pain. Like I, I, but I respect it. And so my question for you is where do things fall apart? Meaning like you you guys are clearly meeting lots of dates and prospects and lots of you're meeting lots of people and going on lots of dates and having various levels of relationship with various people and then my question that I don't understand is like what happens where you or the person are like ah this isn't working like what is it for you is it like this person is not the life partner or is it like whoa this person actually super annoying like where do you get stuck and have to start over that's the part I I don't know much about
0: yeah this is gonna be so great for my mother to listen to but Jen (laughs) I think you should go first no, but okay. seriously, because I think my parents, they you know, they met at 22 and they just like don't understand. They're like, you're going on dates. How have you not met someone? Yeah. And
3: and, and, and I'm not phrasing it like that. I'm not like, what's
1: wrong no, with no, you? No, Why no, no, no. But stuck? I do. A lot of people yeah. do phrase it like that. Thank totally. you for not. And but I, I do I think that. It it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Correct. It's at two levels. I think the first level is chemistry. Uh, so uh, there's so many different kinds of chemistry. And I find that the one that's most lacking with other people for me, like when it would fall apart, would be an emotional Kind of intellectual chemistry even more than the physical because obviously you're not going to continue to see somebody if you're not physically attracted to them but like if you can't get in there deep enough and feel really connected to them uh then it's not going to progress. Um, yep. But then beyond that, if you have all of that and all systems are going, both people are willing and they want to be, you know, we both want to be involved in some sort of relationship. I guess the next level is just like that everyday shit. Like, can, can you make your lives compatible enough? Are you willing to make them compatible enough with one another to keep something going? Right. And I think right. that just gets harder as you get older and people have more shit to deal with. <laughs> I, that's
3: it, man. I, that's yeah. the perfect answer. That really makes yeah. a ton of sense because I even feel it as just a, a, as a, Regular human being who has to interact with other humans, as we mm-hmm. all do. It's like I'm not looking for a relationship, but it's like when you meet a, a, a colleague or or a friend or, or a new or a new acquaintance, it's like you you know fairly quickly of like oh this person's super fun, and then you get to know them a little deeper, and you're like uh we have nothing in common, and I don't want to speak <laughs> to you ever again. And and I and I understand that as a, just an interpersonal at an interpersonal level. That makes sense. Yeah. To
1: me. Yeah.
0: For me, I just think there is a ton of luck involved in everything in life. You know, like and. Uh, I certainly try to remind myself that there are people that have met the love of their lives, but they don't like their job or actually they're getting divorced. Like everybody has something. I think there's just like a lot of luck involved in life. And I'm, I'm very lucky that I, I love my job. I love my city. Like there's so many things I love about my life, but I think there is a lot of luck. Like if like you happen to meet Lauren so young, which is like delightful, I'm sure it has its own struggles in many ways, but, um, You know, I think you I think if you hadn't met her in fucking high school, it's possible that you would go on thousands of dates and just like not really feel that it was right until you then met her. But it's just like, I don't know. I mean, most people you meet them and like you don't want to get naked with them or hang out with them every day. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's a really finding a, a life partner is actually when you think about it, a very tall order. So
3: I agree. And I but that gets back to what Jen said of like. When you're older, you have more um, requirements or criteria. So when we, when my wife and I met, we were like basically kids. So it's like
0: you were like, shit you're a woman matter. and you want to date me. No, I'm just exactly.
3: <laughs> so, so, and, and what I al- always say is that we built our lives to together and and sort of figured out what we wanted our lives to be together so it's not like we met as at 30 and it's like she had her life and I had my life and like oops we're not compatible because we want different things we figured that out together and that is why we work now and hopefully work you know, going forward into the future. But you could argue the
0: reverse in the sense that not you, but a lot of couples who get married so young, they say, oh, we changed and we grew so differently. You know, so it's, so a lot of people say like, I know this older woman who always tells me late and lasting, late and lasting. And it's Mm -hmm. like,
3: you know, so I don't know. And I always perceived it as like, if you're 30, you know what you want. You, if you want kids, you know it. If you don't want kids, you don't. Know if you want to live here, you want to live there. You, you, you sort of know what you want out of life. And that, to me, feels like shouldn't dating be easier because everyone sh- kind of has more shit figured out? But but I just personally
0: not. think we're all looking for a needle in a haystack and you could go searching in that, in that barn. I'm helping Jen with my farm analogies. And Thank you could you. find that Thank needle. You. you could get lucky and find that needle right away. And then the rest of us are fucking still picking over the wrong hay, trying to find that goddamn needle.
3: Gary's advice would be stop looking for a needle just look for um a wider Any old piece of hay. of hay yeah <laughs> I, I, I don't know is that good advice or bad i i don't know
0: i don't know because sometimes i'm like i need to be more open and broaden my horizons and then i just end up on a lot of dates i'm where i'm not interested and when totally. i'm pickier i might have fewer dates but the dates are actually better and then it's also like you're looking for needle in a haystack they're looking for a needle in a haystack and they might not be looking for the same needle you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like right. sometimes i go i'll go out with a guy and think we had a great time but like he clearly has terrible judgment and he didn't have a great time. Yeah. So you know, I, I like whether,
1: you whether you're in a relationship or not, I think it's like a really fine line, that push and pull between knowing what you want and being open to change. And I guess the most successful people can like ride the space bet- on that line. Like for, totally. yeah. And that's, that's really hard because sometimes I find that I'm too stuck in what I want. I'm not open enough. Other times I'm like way too open and I invite somebody into my life. Who's like clearly not the a good person for me. <laughs> so yeah, and but I, I imagine it's the same in a relationship because you obviously, if you know somebody from a really young age, you're going to change a lot with that person. So, how do you facilitate that? And yeah, it's hard work no matter what stage you're in. <laughs>
3: you, but you, you've summed it up really clearly that about <laughs> yeah. articulating that line mm-hmm. is everything, and it makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. So that's really helpful. I mean, not that it doesn't matter to me, but like, yeah. I mean, it's fascinating.
1: All right, so let us know you know, where you're at with all of this, what you think the secret sauce is to finding love or finding just happiness in terms of relationships and other people, what Do that you is to you. Do you want to date me and Jen? Send us an email
0: <laughs> with a photo <laughs> attachment. That email address is 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at Allie Gold,
1: A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D, and at JuneBugger, J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R.
0: You could also leave us a voicemail. Yes. And that number is? 347 871
2: 6548. That number again, 347 871 6 lit.
0: If you don't want to date us, you can still give us your money. Patreon.com slash 2G1P. And lastly, if you want to chat with us platonically, we've got a Discord chat room, and that is discord.gg slash 2G1P. Allie, is that your 1960s mid Atlantic accent? Is that what we're doing? I don't know. I just really <laughs> wanted to take it away there there with the dating. So don't forget, Mm -hmm. what we're looking for this week is your bio with a photo attachment. (laughs) And if you still don't want to date us or give us your money, You can send us the craziest dating story that you've had. We want to hear it through all of those channels I just mentioned. But seriously, if Jen and I met our soulmates at the podcast, I think that'd be pretty funny (laughs) and
1: fitting. But what if it's each other? Okay. Uh,
0: Then we're all done. We're (laughs) done here. We're all done. Our work is done.
2: (laughs) All right. Thanks,
1: everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye
2: and Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula then typed into Lotus Notes and faxed to the accounting department oh, I mean edited by Matt Silverman in New York City Additional editing for this episode by Lil Min Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. There will be a test at the end of the semester. The Podglomerate.
3: A sonic universe.
0: You peed on me, but it's okay.